with authority. Aloha. Welcome to the most muscles and podcasts in various sports. This is ABC7 Sports. With authority from the Chase Center, new home of the Warriors. We are deep, deep, deep into the bowels of the Chase Center. We're so deep. I don't know how we got into this room, and I know it's going to take forever to get out because it's a little confusing still. We have a wagon, though. That's important. Yeah, <laughs> that carries all the equipment. Yeah, so we are here. Woodstock photos adorning the walls. We had Jordan Poole, the exciting Warriors rookie, join us just moments ago. I was impressed by how polished he is. Well, I tried to pin him down in a little Q&A on the sticker shock of uh, renting in San Francisco. He was crafty. He was crafty. Uh, it was kind of the, the one-on-one equivalent of, of slapping the defender's hand away. I think that, that's what he did. But uh, what else jumped out to you? I was interested that he has two cats. He just adopted them. He volunteers at animal shelters. And he's a fashion lover in addition to a pet lover. So he's a good guy. A lot of interest off the field. And we gave him a trivia question. That uh, Well, you just have to, you'll have to listen and watch because he's a great shooter joining a team that's loaded with historically great shooters, and a coach who has a significant mark in the NBA record books. Let's get right to it. Here's the Warriors rookie, Jordan Poole. So Jordan, you're only a few days into training camp as an NBA player. Have you had your welcome to the NBA moment where you're standing on the court and you're like standing next to Steph Curry and go, I'm an NBA player. Mm, (laughs) Um, I think just seeing him, and Draymond and Clay and those guys in the locker room so casually is when I um, initially had the reaction. But now just being on the court and working out with these guys and running plays with these guys and just asking them questions, it definitely feels like pretty normal. You've been the best shooter pretty much on every team probably since you were a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I say this with respect for everybody here. You're yeah. probably vying for third on this team. Yeah, yeah, are you, are yeah, you okay yeah. with that? I mean, what's yeah, it like? I think, well, the, the people that are – the one and two are the greatest shooters of all time so that's something that you really can't argue with you know so I'm just trying to learn as much as I can I feel like just looking at Steph shoot and like Clay shooting and and D'Lo I'm looking like oh yeah my shooting rating just went up just a little bit just by looking (laughs) at him have you seen Steph reel off one of those you know he hit 77 threes in a row Mm -hmm. in a a practice setting and one point I think it was 94 out of 100 yeah I heard he had 94 out of 100 yeah, it's, I haven't seen him do it yet, but the way he shoots, I can definitely see how that's very possible. I saw you reel one off, though, that was posted on social media just yesterday. It was like from a whole different court. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, so. yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was trying to get in my Steph trick shot back just a little bit. So I'll see I think you I did it. Yeah, I, I thought it was cool. I didn't know if anybody recorded it. I, I just got off Instagram and stuff, so... Um, that I came in today and somebody said something about it. I was like, oh, they recorded it. So, I, was, I mean, it's cool. It yeah. felt good. Speaking of welcome to the NBA type moments, I know as a Michigan guy, mm-hmm. Draymond Green can't be giving you an easy time. And yeah. so you have that and you're a rookie. So, yeah. like, what are some of the kind of funnier things? Or maybe they weren't funny to you. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. like, what are some um, of the things that he's done to kind of welcome you? Yeah, I think somebody showed me a, a video of when I was in the hotel. They threw the, he threw the towel at me said, go green. Um, but today, uh, I had to stand up and kind of like introduce myself in front of the team uh, during film. And I, I made sure to throw in that my freshman year would be Michigan 
State in the Big Ten Championship. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they Very thought nice. that was pretty funny. Yeah, me and I mean, me and Draymond have the same type of humor, you know. So um, it's definitely going to be shots going back and forth throughout the year. You know, I could just be like the regular person that's like, oh, okay, like haha, Michigan this, Michigan that. But every once in a while, I'll probably say something about Michigan State. Yeah, be careful on the wager on the football game. Oh uh, no, nah, see, look, so like. He just got a very nice contract. I'm not betting with nobody <laughs> about anything. Hey, I'm a, it's just a, a gentleman's bet. You yeah. know? Anything with money on the line, I can't help you, Draymond. So. Yeah, just save your money for iPhone 11. Yeah, that's stuff all. like that, for yeah, sure. That's all, that's all. For sure. Um, we were talking about greatest shooters of all time. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, Steph has the reputation of, yeah. of being best in history, probably, mm-hmm. when it all is said and done. And Clay is right there. You're a young guy. Off the top of your head, I don't know how much research you've done on this. Mm-hmm. Do you know who the all-time best three-point field goal shooter is percentage-wise? Percentage-wise? Yeah. I couldn't tell you. He's in this building right now. Is it Steph? No. Chris Miller? No. I don't know. Steve Kerr. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh so, man. Wow, Respect. you're dropping the trivia on us then. Uh, yeah, 45% that's percent 45 career three? three-point shooter. Yeah, that's outrageous. You better... Ask questions, of course. Yeah. <laughs> just go. Steph Clay, Coach, Coach Curry, man, I mean... What else could you ask for I mean, as a how, shooter? How cool is that? It's amazing. It's amazing. I think I'm just beyond blessed. Um, and, like, I really, really am taking into account that I'm around, like, the greatest shooters of all time. And Coach Kerr, of course, being a 45%, you know, career three-point shooter, like, he obviously knows what he's doing as well. So I'm going to ask questions to everybody. Yeah. It's funny, you know, because, well, I'm obviously – I'm more than twice your age, so yeah. I saw him when he played. Mm-hmm. Have you seen? Did you see any of the clips? I mean, there's the one famous clip where Jordan mm-hmm. passes in the ball, yeah, and yeah, in the finals. Anything yeah. else? Um, I mean, I just watched regular, regular clips. You know, he's he definitely hit a couple of big shots. I want to say oh, like, sure. like a very nice amount. Um, but I mean, he's a shooter, you know. So being on that team, I think everybody watched the um, the run that the Bulls went through, and him being such a big part of it, it. You can you can't help but look at the way he shot the ball. I think you might be able to get him right now. In a shooting yeah, contest, shooting I think so too. Okay, <laughs> I think I, I mean I, I obviously can try to compete with everybody, but you know I don't want to uh, say anything too too wild. Yeah, maybe we should hold that clip until well into the season. Yeah. You've got your playing yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. I think that might be a good Steve plan. Steve Kerr. Oh yeah, I see this clip of you. Oh, what are you saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah I ain't say nothing. Let's so. get Marquise Chris in here. Did I see that D'Angelo Russell's your favorite NBA player or one of your favorite NBA players coming in? Is that true? Coming into the league? Like, yeah, in the league. Um, D'Lo used to be my favorite player coming into college. Got it, okay. So I wanted to, uh, I really was like trying to follow his steps. Um, and people would compare me a lot coming out of high school. Like, um, he's a longer guard, has vision, can play the one to extremely crafty with the ball. And um, he's definitely somebody that I'm out of my game after coming into uh, college for sure. How crazy is it now that you get to actually practice with him, play with him? It's outrageous, man. And it's, then it's, it's, it's absurd. I've seen comps to like uh, Swaggy P. You got a lot of Swaggy P in you too. Is that true? Um, I mean, I think that's just a comparison as far as just like swag standpoint. Like off the court swag. Yeah, yeah. As far as on the court, I mean, um, I feel like I just, I'm able, I'm a shot maker. I'm able to create my own shot, you know, play making, um, be able to hit tough shots. You know, Swaggy P obviously had that, but um, 
just I think personality wise, I think people could try to compare me to him, but you know, everybody's their own person and pretty unique. So, and at the time I had the hair that was okay. crazy, yeah. you know, so they also look at it as far as, you know, facial, facial appearance and stuff too. But I mean, it was all right. Kavon Looney was on our show and he said that Swaggy P was his cousin, which we didn't know. And you, you know, Kavon Looney going yeah. back, right? Yeah, so yeah, I mean, I how did you up. know him growing up? Um, me and, me and uh, Loon are from the same city. Okay. And my freshman year, uh, we played against him. He's a senior for the city city title. Uh, they got the best of us that year, and he had 40. So, um, <laughs> but he also was a McDonald's All American, and you know went to uh, UCLA. So, um, coming out like growing up, looking at him, he kind of was the man in the city, you know. So after he left, he kind of um, passed me the torch, and I ended up kind of following in his footsteps. But um, it's a, it was a mutual respect, and now just being able to be from the same city, definitely, uh, it feels really comfortable, and I'll get to talk to him about anything. So, um, having that background definitely makes things a lot easier. So, growing up in Milwaukee, were you a Bucks fan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, who's your favorite Buck of all time? Don't say Giannis because he's been in the league. No, no, Giannis is, I, I know Giannis, so like, and Giannis as a person is cool, so, um, but I'd probably say Michael Red. I was a huge Michael Red fan. Shooter, yeah, another shooter. Up, yeah, another Michael Red, and he had the, you know, he had the. So growing up, I thought that was pretty unique. Um, but yeah, if all time bucket, uh, it probably had to be Michael Red. Okay. Um, I want to get your mindset because you were drafted on June twentieth, mm-hmm. and okay, the Warriors call your name, and you're thinking, wow, five times in a row, these, these guys have been in the finals. It's mm-hmm. KD, it's Steph, and then. On July 1st, KD's to Brooklyn, yeah. Andre Iguodala gets traded, mm-hmm. suddenly it's a brand new team. Yeah. How did your mindset change mm-hmm. from draft day to free agent day? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I still was trying to feel a part of the team, you know, so um, I think it took until we really, really were working out and stuff that I was... Uh, I felt a part, you know, to be like, oh, KD left the Warriors. I was like, oh, well... I'm on the Warriors, so, like, I'm not going to be playing with KD, you know? So um, it took a while for me to really understand it. Um, but after free agency, I never had paid attention to it, really. But now seeing all the pieces move and pieces change, you know, we still got Steph, Clay, and, and Draymond and having those guys. And then we got an addition with D'Lo. Um, this is just my time coming in. This is a team that I'll be playing for. So um, this is the, the team that I can get accustomed to. And, of course, you know, you saw the – um, all the historic stuff that they, they did before this and you obviously can't put that behind you but the team that I am now is like the new chapter and, and um, that's the team that I, I only know. The upside of that is minutes. Yeah. Suddenly there's a lot more minutes available. Yeah. Did that cross your mind at all? Um, You know, I just, you know, as any player you want to go out there and try to play as much as you can um, but you know, I'm just trying to fit in more than anything. You know, this team's already established and um, they've done so much and you know, there's so many guys who are used to playing with each other. I'm just, uh, I'm going to just go out there and do whatever the coach needs me to do. How crazy is it to think though, like, all right, Clay's out at least through the All-Star break. Mm, go get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, that's a big responsibility. Yeah, it's crazy for sure. Um, you know, but I'm still trying to learn as much as possible. You know, of course, being able to to have the opportunity to get out there on the floor is everybody's dream, and um, it's pretty realistic. So, you know, just when you go out there, just continue to, to try to learn and grow and um, do anything I can help the team. Now, I have two cats, zero dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you're a cat guy. I saw that you even, like, adopted a cat this off season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Volunteer at the shelter. So, like, what For makes sure. you kind of – 
more of a cat guy than a dog guy, and do you take yeah. black for that? Um, yeah, actually, everybody was laughing today because they didn't expect me to have cats. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people knew I had cats. Um, but the story behind that is, like, I'm a huge animal person as it is. Like, I love dogs, mm-hmm. and I love cats, I love all animals. I just, growing up, was always going to AAU tournaments that we weren't able just to take care of a dog. Exactly, yeah. You know? Um, and my mom also had, like, cheating with the crazy big dogs running around the house and stuff like that. Um, so we just kind of got accustomed to cats, and um, they're just a lot to maintain now. You know, I'm a rookie and trying to figure things out. Um, you live in San Francisco, so it's not like you have a really big house or a yeah. big backyard. You know, I'm definitely a big dog type of guy, too, so I want to be able to get a dog that can run around and, you know, feel free. So um, I just happened to adopt two cats, and they're pretty chill. You know, my best friend who stays with me now, um, he wasn't a cat person at all, but now that he, like, lives with two cats, he's looking like, yo, they do their own thing. Like, yeah. they chill. Like, they're not barking. They're not, you know, scratching up the house in the garbage can. They're kind of just like, yo, feed me and yeah, clean, clean my litter box, and we're good. <laughs> yeah, you know, then just leave me alone. Oh, and for sure. Double bowl of food. Yeah, for sure. Fine. They make it easy. What are the names? Uh, Coda and Kai. What, where did you originate that from? Um, so my, my best friend, he went to school in South Dakota. Mm. And I always liked the name Dakota. Um, but I shortened it. And then I wanted them to flow. So I feel like Coda and Kai kind of nice. just flow. Um, and they happen to be brothers. And they look very similar. Um, so I sometimes... Used to get them confused, <laughs> but uh, now nah, yeah, they're. Uh, I feel like that's a pretty good name for both of them. Well, I'm from Hawaii. Kai is water. Oh man! So you got. The hey, water. that's crazy that you said that. So my cat Kai, his name he uh, is like a fiend for water. Mm. Like out of the bathtub, yeah. out of the sink, drip it out the faucet. Like he'll just lick the water and just drink <laughs> it out. Of, like he'll sit there on the by the sink and like look at you until you turn it on, and he'll turn it on and he'll lick it from the sink before he goes to his bowl. So it's meant to be. It definitely is meant to There's be. There's a lot of things that are meant to be here. Like you grew up with Loon. Mm-hmm. You're on the Warriors. Mm-hmm. You know, you you like D'Angelo coming out of school. Yeah. You got he on Seems your team like all now. the pieces are just falling yeah, together for me. Man. Yeah, long it's time like coming. All meant to be for you. It's yeah, exciting for sure. Without revealing the location that you're living, because mm-hmm. we don't want this love. Yeah, yeah. You know. By the way, I was. Trying to check out your Instagram account. Yeah, there's a, there's Jordan Pool impersonators already. Yeah, there's man. guys. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. it's like that. And it was like that in college too. It was, really? Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I got to. I, I went for the the blue verified check, and yeah. then, even then, I was still. I'm, I'm uh, not sure. Yeah, I, I don't have. All, I didn't have that many pictures. Um, I only had like what, like six or nine or something like that. So. Yeah, I know um, some trend though in those pictures. A lot of high fashion type things going on. <laughs> you to like? How do you find bit. those fits? Like, yeah. Um, I feel like I'm just a unique personality, yeah. and I get to express that through my clothes. Like I'm not a huge social media person, um, so I, through my dress, I get to express that. You know, like um, a lot of wild pants, um, different type of shirts. I love being cozy, so I wear sweats and stuff all the time and hoodies. So, um, as far as fashion, I feel like that's just a way you can kind of just say who you are. What do you think of this outfit right here? Yeah, he got this. It's pretty traditional. <laughs> stripes, you know, I'm rocking with the stripes. I definitely would have threw a crazy color tie in there for sure. Yeah. Maybe later I love the fact days. that you just got the runners on, right? Yeah. The runners show that, like, it's more about comfort than anything. Well, it's more about my Achilles, actually. For sure. I, I had injured it. Uh, he doesn't want He gets tired of the story. I've <laughs> heard it a hundred times. I, was, I, was, I don't even want to get into it because I'll just tell you later. Just, I was dominating on the board, and I yeah. you know how that goes. Yeah. Um, so I, I started asking. Um, do you live nearby uh, the arena? Did you get something in San Francisco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some pretty close. What's your rent? <laughs> um, it's definitely 
a lot of money. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot for sure. What like, could you get in Milwaukee for the same? I could have a like a like a five bedroom, like four bathroom type house. Easy. For sure. And you, you're, you didn't buy it, right? You're renting. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm renting. Okay, so mm-hmm. like five grand a month. Like higher. It's higher. It's higher. Okay. It's a nice amount. Okay. All right. I'm just trying to squeeze him a little bit. You no, get the rookie. Yeah. That's okay. That's yeah. all right. I like the the veteran Moxie. You wouldn't give it up. No, he's smart. No, he's smart. He's definitely smart. When you got fake people on Instagram impersonating you, that's how you know you made it. Yeah. So you got to be smart. Uh, for yeah. sure. You got to be smart. How many times had you been to California before being drafted by the Warriors? Um, My freshman year, I played. we played in L.A. for the Staples Center for uh, Sweet 16 Elite Eight. Sophomore year, we came here for the C16. I came two years as a freshman and sophomore uh, in high school. I think that's it. So like four or five times? Yeah, I never really got a chance to really like explore though, because when you come for basketball, it's strictly basketball. And I never, I, I didn't know really what the Bay was until I got drafted. I only knew of like LA and um, I still didn't know if it was top of California, you know, um, Southern Cal, like I didn't know where it was, but obviously being here now, San Francisco is its own type of area, and Oakland are like their own own type of deal. So. Yeah, I'll tell you a funny story along those lines. Again, this is before your time, mm-hmm. but a former number one pick uh, in the NBA draft is a dude by the name of Michael Olawa Candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard the mm-hmm. name, but anyway, uh, he wasn't from the area, and he he thought going to the University of Pacific meant he would be by the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Well, it's inland. It's in Stockton. Yeah, so yeah, he ended yeah. up signing there and going there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. He wasn't close guess, enough. Guess huh? what? <laughs> guess what? Not there. For um, sure. So uh, Coach Beeline at Michigan, he was the one that came up with, it, I think, the line that said, this guy's got more swag. Mm-hmm. And then and I... I sense that he wasn't thrilled with your decision to go pro yeah. after two years. Yeah. And then he goes to the NBA. How yeah. crazy was that for you? Yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, that stretch was really wild. Like from after the season to the entire draft process, was, uh, it was a roller coaster for sure. Not just me, not just for him, it was a roller coaster for everybody. How so? Um, so, you know, like he left and I, pre- I found out one day, I was, wor- I was doing my pre-drive workout and I looked at my phone and my phone. I was working out in California, and uh, everybody was home on the East Coast, and um, my phone just was blowing up, blowing up, because I think it was maybe 10 o'clock at home and 7 o'clock here, mm-hmm. and you look on ESPN, John B. Line signs, new head coach of the Cavs, and everybody's like, whoa. Like, so I call Isaiah. I'm like, Isaiah, did you know? Like, he said, bro, I didn't know anything. Like, nobody knew. Like, like the players didn't know. He said, you don't think the coaches know. So then we all found out on ESPN, and then we're looking like, oh, man, you know, because Iggy had left and I had left and Charles had declared. And we thought Coach B was never leaving Michigan. You know, after the year that he tried to get the Detroit job, my Mm -hmm. freshman year, we thought after he didn't get it, like, he's going to stay. But it was just a shock, you know. It was a roller coaster, but, you know, everybody um, has their own path. And if there was any time for him to coach in the NBA, it would be now. Like, what I want to say, he's 71, so – um, being able just to say you coach in the NBA is it'll be an accomplishment anyway. Yeah, what's it going to be like when you face the Cavs? Uh, it's going to be another game. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you've been coached at this, huh? The, you're not giving anything up here. Huh? Yeah, I, just, I know, I know a little something. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, well, like Michigan is a big, uh, you know, you yeah. a lot of visibility yeah. in the program, especially sure. after you hit that three as a freshman. Hundred percent. Right. So you're used to dealing with media. Yeah. What about like the NCAA? I heard you talk about it a little at media day, but yeah. the the law that Gavin Newsom's trying to sign as the governor of mm-hmm. California to get college athletes in this state yeah. paid. I mean, how supportive are you for that? And how much would have that changed? for you oh man I would have first of all I think if if uh, I think somebody on the team said a couple of the people said the media I think they said if if I was coming out of high school and they had just passed this law I'd be going to school in California yeah I already wanted to go to like a school on the west coast anyway but like you know I think people with personality you know social media has a huge impact on our society and um it gives you a huge following and it does so much for your brand um, you know, that's how a lot of kids are able to, to have the reach that they do, um, especially with the Ballers Lives and the who Mixtapes and all the basketball outlets. And this podcast. Podcast. <laughs> you know, we got, we got stuff right like that all there. the time, you know. So being able just to, just to use your likeliness to yeah. make money, you know, mm-hmm. playing basketball. And, well, we were living off maybe, what, $400 a month, you know, and that kind of was just like we thought it was – a lot, you know, so we have to find ways to be smart with our money. But if guys can just make money due to who they are, um, after all the money that they're giving the universities, I'm all for it. You know, like if that was the case, after my freshman year, after I hit that shot, I would have been signing all type of stuff, you know, shoes, all signing, yeah. all of that. So um, I'm all for it 100%. You know, I think, um, you know, we all paved the way and, you know, it's a huge step in the right direction for the guys coming up. Let me play devil's advocate with you on this just because, mm-hmm. like, I, I agree with you totally. Yeah. Like, you know, if you look at what Zion did mm-hmm. and you could say, oh, well, you know, he benefited from going to Duke, a right. big time program. But the ratings were through the roof whenever yeah. Zion played. But so how would this have played out? Let's say all these rules were in effect your freshman year yeah. at Michigan. You hit this big shot in the NCAA tournament. Right. Suddenly you're getting shoe deals and t-shirt deals and whatever and okay so then you roll up in your tesla Mm -hmm. as a sophomore and you got all you got all the cash right the rest of your teammates are not benefiting from that do you think that would cause any problems in terms of team dynamics where one guy is the most popular dude Mm -hmm. and he's getting everything and then everybody else is getting crumbs or nothing yeah when you think about it in his own sort of way it's already kind of like that right so everybody has like the guy mm-hmm. you know when they come in after the game that one guy or those two guys get all the media attention you know you can have a good game but if you're just a freshman or anything they're kind of like oh well you know he's a senior he's a junior he's a uh, supposed to be lottery pick like he's going to get the attention anyway um and then you kind of have to mature because when you get to the nba not everybody's getting a 150 million dollar contract you know like guys are pulling up in bentley's and porsches and you can't be upset because they have a Bentley or Porsche. You know, you just got to work to get there. So if you happen to work in that and get into that situation, like it's going to come around anyway. It would just be in college before the pros. So you don't think it would cause any disruption on any of the college teams if mm-hmm. one guy is getting yeah. paid a bunch yeah, I and, think and everybody it, else is just struggling for meal money? Right. Um, I think it, it would have been the exact same dynamic as if it was in the NBA. Okay. Just early. It's the exact same thing to me personally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we like to play around on the site. It's called Cameo. 
yeah, we yeah. saw you're on there. For, yeah, yeah. So for a low, low price of $150, you'll record like a personal inspirational <laughs> message for people. Yeah, 150 yeah, yeah. I thought it was 100 I think it's 150 Are you 150 He's now? 150 I don't know what it is. He's I a 150 guy. What were yeah. you, when, when you first came out of Michigan, what yeah. was the price? It was like $40. <laughs> you bumped it. You tripled the price? Yeah. Quadrupled the price already? Stock is rising. <laughs> I think I did it just because I was, I was like really, 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 really busy. You know, then it was kind of like, like $40 was cool. And then I usually sometimes I'll just do it just to do it, you know, just for people. Um, but um, I felt really bad if I wasn't able to get to them. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, oh, man, I have 17. I can't do all 17 if I have practice in 25 minutes, you know? So then I think uh, the lady who handles my cameo stuff, I think she just bumped it up. And then I was like, well, if you really, 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 really want a video, like, you'll pay it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll, like, I'll see it, of course. But, um, you know, I mean, it's not even that. That was just more of something that... I did coming out of you know just to make a couple bucks out of the the the, the, pro- the process or whatever. But um, you know, sometimes I just do it just cause you know maybe like when I was on Instagram and somebody wanted a video or if they I saw like a really cool story that they typed out I probably just send them a video or so. But so do you have a lot of requests? I mean, are you backed um, up in production? I don't know. I have to check. I haven't, I haven't looked after at this bit. hits after this yeah, podcast we gotta drops, promote the cameo. Gotta go we gotta get you that money. <laughs> you're, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna, I mean, it might want to, yeah, it might be a thousand a video uh, after this. Oh man, like oh, this man. right that's here. That's wild. That's your camera. Could you give us like a sample? I mean, what you want to know? You gotta give me a, you gotta give me a. Little how how does that like, work? Do they give like, you a script? What do they do? What do they do? Um, it so it's like whoever will request a video. Yeah. They'll write something that they kind of want you to say, and I'm a huge oh, okay. like freestyle type person. Yeah. So they'll be like, oh, it's so and so's birthday coming up on this day. Um, you do this, you do that. Like, just say happy birthday if you could go blue or whatever. You know, they'll be like Michigan fans, you know. Be like, yeah, you know, give them a couple words of encouragement and, you know, call it a day. All my stuff is really, like, genuine, yeah. freestyle, like, from the heart. It's never exactly what is. Like, I know it's, like, uplifting. Out. Like, yeah, someone yeah, got an internship it's something that I would like, say, a job, you know? you know. Like, if you look at me and they'll be like, oh, you know, can you please tell Jack happy birthday because Mama Sal loves him. I won't say that. I'll be like... What's going on, Jack? It's Jordan. You know, Mama Sal says she loves you, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, or um, Mama Lucy says she loves you, you know, whatever. So mm-hmm. I kind of just play it like that. It's 150 bucks. You get your own. <laughs> Cameo.com. Yeah. yeah. Hit up Jordan Poole. For sure. That, that's pretty cool. Let's talk a little hoops, okay? Um, one of the things that you're going to be counted on, obviously, you, you can shoot. Um, in the offense, Clay runs like two miles a game, mm-hmm. you know, just running you know, around screens, yeah. back, pin downs, this, that. Um, the clips that I've seen of you, you handled the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a different kind of a role to, to just to run, set your man up, yeah. get behind the screen mm-hmm. and then catch and shoot. Mm-hmm. How do you think you're going to adjust to that? And is yeah. that something that you already have in your game that we just really didn't see a lot? In yeah, yeah. Um, we, I've been working on that a lot. Since I got drafted, obviously being in um, kind of like in a position that Clay would have been in and looking at his actions, um, that's how I finished my workout. It was just pass, run, keep running, get all through because it's really hard to guard in general. Um, and I feel like I'm a really good cutter as it is. So just being able to play freely off the ball and come off down screens and pin downs and pin the ways, um, you know, you just kind of got to beat your, beat your spot. And we have guys who just know how to play, you know, so you don't have to get it, stop, hold it, and then try to, you know, do too much because, you know, if you get it, like, you'll come back knowing that um, you're able to space the floor, being able to shoot the ball. So it makes it a lot easier. All you got to do is just continue to move. We've done some things, uh, you know, on post-game shows where we just ISO Steph yeah. and just follow him, and he's running around and around mm-hmm. and around and figure eights in this. Thing. Yeah. Just if you look at the film, 
He's freaking exhausting. Yeah. I'm just watching the entire <laughs> yeah, watching yeah, him yeah, run yeah. around. I yeah. mean, now you're in that role. How how hard is it? Um, it's tough if you're not in shape. You know, so you have to be. Are you saying I'm not in shape? Is that, I think that's what I, I think it's just hard. <laughs> it's just hard. Like when I first started working out, I was gassed. You yeah. know, when I was doing stuff like that, like, I was genuinely tired. Um, but when you do it so much and you drill it so much, um, something in my mind, how I look at it is, it's hard. But the person guarding you is working harder than you are because right. they don't know where you're going. You know, so I feel like that is what mentally can make it a little bit easier. Right. So you have Saturday, first preseason game, yeah. then later in the month, your first regular season game. Like, yeah. What do you think the emotions are going to be like just stepping on that court, mm-hmm. just seeing the crowd, just seeing everything as a warrior for the first time? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see when I get there. You know, I think I wasn't really, I wasn't nervous for preseason or the summer league. Mm-hmm. Um, it just felt like another game. But obviously this is preseason and it's a different look, a different dynamic. But uh, I think more than anything, I'll be excited. You know, I feel like I'm supposed to be here. And um, like I said, all the pieces have been put together and, you know, I have a really good coaching staff and great guys on the team. So um, I just, I'm just excited to go out there and finally play. Excellent nice. PR staff, too. Yeah. Yeah, R2 over there. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll wrap it up on this since you questioned my conditioning. You have a nice smoothie here, yeah, yeah. a post-practice smoothie. Yeah. What should I be putting in, or what did you put in to, to get yourself ready for this interview? Because yeah. I know you did a lot of prep for this. Oh, for sure, man. We had uh, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries. Um, I think we had some banana in there, a little bit of peanut butter. Um, threw it in some creatine, some collagen, um, almond milk was in there I believe a um, little bit a couple like uh, nuts and protein and uh, yeah the kombucha right nah, nah I didn't put that in here that's <laughs> oh, a whole that's oh. like when I drink or I have lunch I'm gonna have me a cup of kombucha for sure I, I you got it good. I don't. I love I, it. You, you drink it also, right? I do two two protein shakes a day, but all that stuff—fruit, almond yeah. butter, almond milk, yeah. spinach. Yeah. You know, if I make one spinach one, in yeah, the in the drink, I put spinach oh, yeah, in there, yeah, blend, yeah, it yeah, that, blend it up, blend it up. Yeah, that's Protein that way. That's foul yeah, for sure. Gotta go with some of that. Though. I can help you. You won't taste it at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks so much for no your time. Problem. Appreciate it. it. No yeah, uh, hopefully, we'll be doing this many yeah. more times. For sure. Years and years and years. Yeah. For sure, and uh, we'll we'll meet the cats. Yeah, for and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, they're pretty. Uh, they're pretty friendly as it is, so they'll be excited. Awesome, Jordan. Thanks for your time. No problem. Thank you for having me. With authority.